Welcome back to the CSULB Math and Stat Podcast. Um, we have a grad student interview today. Uh, if you go ahead and introduce yourself, and we'll get started. Hi, my name is Jacob, and uh, this is my third—I would say third year—going um, into the spring 2020 semester. I TA'd for several classes of Math 115 Business Calculus, and. Uh, I guess another thing about myself is that I went to Fullerton College right before I came to Cal State Long Beach, before I transferred in um, the fall of 16. Awesome. So undergrad here and and then master's here as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. And we're going to pretend like I didn't know you at Fullerton. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll start with the, uh, I guess, the first question. Why did you choose to study math? So that's actually kind of a an interesting question. It's almost like um, I felt like I had no choice Hmm. when I decided to do math. So a little bit about my journey is it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So back in middle school, I was taking a Algebra 1 course and I didn't do too well so I was actually placed um, back in the pre-algebra course. So it was about seventh grade uh-huh. but because of that <clears throat> there were some things going on back at home rather not talk about it but yeah you don't have it, to yeah, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. <laughs> but it helped uh what helped me pass the time was reading the algebra book at the time hmm. and little did i know that by studying um, a little bit of algebra i ended up learning some other topics that helped prepare me for an exam at uh, a local college that placed me into pre-calculus right after seventh grade. So at that time, it felt a little overwhelming at the response that I was getting from my parents and, and other people around me. And because of the attention that it got, I felt <clears throat> overwhelmed, and unfortunately, the opportunities that arose from that, I pushed them under the rug, and I completely ignored mathematics because I feared being alone. Huh. <clears throat> and because of that, I've had sort of a rocky relationship with mathematics since that time in my life about the age of 13 14 up until i would say about the age of like 18 or 19. so during that period of time i wasn't really touching upon mathematics i was working odd jobs Mm -hmm. and i was uh, taking several courses at a local community college that was not fullerton college some things were not going so well and and I decided to turn my life back around and I started anew at Fullerton College <clears throat> intending to be a business major. <laughs> so <clears throat> because of that, I ended up taking an accounting course <clears throat> and I met someone in that accounting course um, who was actually an accountant for... <clears throat> the city of Orange. Hmm. She had actually gotten her 
master's in mathematics. And I was asking for her advice. And what she suggested <clears throat> is that <clears throat> to that I would probably like to get into actuarial science. And she suggested that I become a math major first, get a bachelor's degree in mathematics, and then do a master's in business or finance or something like that. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I came into Fullerton College with that idea. <clears throat> and I ended up having a difficult time. It was many, there were so many years since I had touched mathematics mm -hmm. since that like middle school time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> At least in a serious way. And I was absolutely struggling. I barely passed Calc 1. <laughs> and it took me several tries to get through Calc 2. But once I made it to Calc 3, hmm. I was absolutely inspired by Dr. Clahane. <clears throat> Dana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so after taking his class, noting that it was the most difficult class I had ever taken at the time, it made me very, very curious and very, very upset. I was very upset at the amount of like mathematics that was out there that I did not know. Uh -huh. And I sought, I really sought um, to go after it. Uh -huh. So I dropped um, the business major entirely and I switched to a math major at Fullerton College. <clears throat> and I'll say since then, it's been very rewarding. Mm -hmm. It's been a very good challenge since Fullerton College and since transferring to Cal State Long Beach. It's only gotten better since then. <clears throat> Was the undergrad, when you transferred, did you transfer as pure math? Uh, stat applied which... so <clears throat> I was I was still um, oriented towards an application so I okay. applied as a statistics um, option okay and mathematics student okay <clears throat> um, and then you're I don't I don't know if you said it now but which masters are you pursuing now oh so, <laughs> so right now I am currently pursuing my master's in pure mathematics. So, just uh, for fun. Just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> yeah, that's really. It. <laughs> what other reason is there to study math? It's for fun. Um, all right, so we can uh, move on to the next question. Um, are you, you mentioned a bit about the career options you were looking at. Are those the ones that you're still looking at, or do you have, have those changed as well? You looking for PhDs maybe, or? Well, <clears throat> I do intend on applying for PhD programs in statistics. Mm -hmm. So part of the reason why I decided to do a master's in pure mathematics is because, like you said, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> But also there's a lot of material, um, there are a lot of courses that are offered that are very relevant and helpful for very theoretical aspects of statistics, okay. which do show up in PhD mm -hmm. um, statistics programs, some of them. Mm 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so <clears throat> the career options that I'm sort of looking for after a PhD are more like industry research based. Okay. Hopefully, maybe along the line of um, machine learning research, uh-huh. ideally. Yeah. But uh, whatever, whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, right on. Um, so, what do you think? As especially as someone who's seen the applied side and the pure side, what do you think the difference is between the two? Definitely, the motivation behind the approach. Okay. Like Good. I feel like, <clears throat> and. The applied mathematics setting, there's usually a target, mm-hmm. at least from my perspective. Yeah. There's usually a target to go after. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to pure mathematics, the structure and beauty of math itself is what brings pleasure to the person. I'll say pure mathematics is more like artistic. Okay. Applied mathematics is more. Let's it's applied. It's just hands yeah. on. Yeah, just hands okay. on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it's, do you think it, like it's just the intent? So, like, if an applied person went about their math with the same approach, it end up being they'd do something more pure. The lines are very blurry, in my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> um, they both have their own sort of beauty. You can you can extract it from either side. All right. Um, for maybe any uh, undergrads listening in on this. Um, what do you think the most important coursework is for each side? Or even for stats as well, since we don't get that many stats people. <clears throat> well, on the pure math side, of course, um, algebra. <laughs> A solid understanding of abstract algebra would uh, definitely prepare you for different courses, mm-hmm. especially the topics courses, the second um, semester courses for the graduate um, com sequence courses on on the applied side some of the most important coursework that um, I felt was helpful was something like math 323 or math 423 numerical analysis okay <clears throat> 423 <clears throat> But for both of them, both pure and applied analysis shows up all the time mm-hmm. in basically every course. Yeah. For example, like 361 A and B material shows up all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what course you're taking. And having that understanding definitely illuminates um, all the other coursework that might not necessarily require analysis, but yeah, that's just yeah, the way it is. Um, so do you plan on doing the thesis or the comps, put your entire degree on the line of a test? (laughs) Um, And if you've decided, uh, how did you make that decision? So I decided against the comps. They're scary. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but I ended up choosing to go the route of a thesis. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the reasons why I decided to do that is to get some experience with research. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, perfect because um, 
I'll be working with uh, Dr. Sack mm -hmm. on a thesis, and I fell in love with all of the topics that he listed on his website that he um, that he has done research in, or, yeah. or currently does research in. And that's a that's a wide variety of topics. He's a <laughs> he does a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully, we can get him on here if he has time. Um, <clears throat> do you are you able to share with us what that thesis topic might be? At the moment, <clears throat> the topic uh, does require some deep knowledge at the moment. Currently taking a course in modal logic to mm -hmm. cover that um, prerequisite, so I'm comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. But ideally, it would be a place where it's applied logic to the setting of formal learning theory. Okay. So. That sounds <clears throat> interesting. But <clears throat> see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we can wrap it up with the last question. Do you have a favorite theorem? So, part of uh, <clears throat> part of what motivated motivated me a lot <clears throat> was um, the material that Dr. Cohane mm -hmm. covered in Calc three at Fullerton College. Yeah. One of the big mysteries of that was uh, Stokes' theorem. And I could not wrap my head around it at the time. <laughs> and the only, uh, just another thing to add to the list of things that just makes me want to pursue mathematics on my own. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like uh, the generalized Stokes theorem mm -hmm. was one that keeps me hungry and going. Awesome. <clears throat> so. Stokes' theorem says that the integral of a differential form omega over the boundary of some oriental manifold omega is equal to the integral of its exterior exterior derivative the omega over the whole of omega. So it's basically a generalized version of the fundamental theorem of calculus. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I just saw some beauty in that. And uh I didn't take Calc 3 with him, so I don't think we got that far. <laughs> and yeah, and D Dana did things the way Dana wanted to, so that's probably why. Um, but yeah, thank you for cutting some time out of your busy grad student schedule. Um, and thank you people for listening. <laughs>